Awesome. <laughs> All right. So each month, now that we have a patron of the arts, we are going to do our best to answer a couple listener questions on a quick Q&A session of social drinking. I guess it's the closest thing we have is social drinking with your favorite shots guests. Uh, of course, here I mean Colin, Luke, and Kelly. I'm not going to do the whole spiel because this isn't really an episode. But the first question, he said, generally speaking, ba mainly based on discussions on the Facebook page, he wanted to know more about why West Virginia broke apart from the Union. I'm sorry, didn't break apart from the Union and broke apart instead from Virginia on the, during the American Civil War. But first, it's some history for you, a reason to drink for me. It's the history of the great minds that made history come to be. So do you guys know anything about that? I think from what I understand is most of the people that were in West Virginia, any, any of the people who could vote in what is now West Virginia were off fighting in the war. Oh, oh <laughs> so really? So they weren't there. So the closer, the further south you got, the more, the more slaves there were. Mm -hmm. So the more, uh, the more plantations there were further in the south. But the people in the north weren't necessarily opposed to slavery. It just but, wasn't as prevalent. Um, but it it wasn't as prevalent in western in West Virginia as it was in the greater portion of the state. And it was 1863, right, when they formally yeah. became a state. But they broke apart or separated at the onset of the war. Virginia seceded from the Union at the onset of the war, correct? And then West yeah. Virginia said, "Fuck you guys, we're we're staying part of the Union." Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Kelly, do you know anything about that? Um, just kind of the same thing is just not all like those border states, they that didn't necessarily want to get into a war. So it was if we're allowed to keep our slavery, then what's the point of forming this, uh, you know, brand new country, right? And then it's like, maybe I always say the border states are those states that would have been the battlegrounds mm -hmm. if they hadn't stayed part of the union. So by staying part of the union, they avoided being the key battlegrounds. Cullen, you're a civil war guy, aren't you? I am. This is an area I don't know much about. I could say that uh, topography had to play a part because remember, West Virginia is a lot more remote, low population compared to the eastern half of the state. It's also very mountainous, whereas the eastern half of the state is more rolling, you know, hills and whatnot until you get to around Monticello and stuff where I guess uh, there is some ridges, the Shenandoah Valley. Mm -hmm. um, but then... Very, very beautiful country. But today, uh, you know, if you look at their main, um, other than WVU, which is a big uh, university, coal has always been, it's been a coal country area, okay. which we associate coal being linked to the industry. Oh, so, wow. Uh, yeah. So when you, when you look at like Pittsburgh, the reason Pittsburgh is situated where, I mean, that was West Virginia coal that was fueling right. those uh, uh, furnaces. And the rivers. And, and the if, rivers. They, if they go with the South, who are they going to sell coal to? That's, you know. Yeah, coal to what burn cotton. Uh, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> the last thing we need. The last thing we need is a cotton gin running on steam engine. <laughs> and Virginia itself is a maritime. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's along the Chesapeake, but West yeah. Virginia is is landlocked. There's they're just they should have been two separate states. I think. So. Well, and that's the interesting thing. You know, naturally, uh, I put the burden on me, not you guys, but I wanted to hear your thoughts before I dove into some of the research I did, because I basically knew a lot of the things that we all said here. And, you know, of course, I kind of thought, well, the mountains, the Appalachian Mountains, there's a, there's a thing there. 
And then I fell down a, a weird West Virginia rabbit hole, a place that Uh-oh. no one ever wants to go. Actually, does it involve Mary? Really family? fell down is that West Virginians <laughs> have been trying for so long to shape this incestuous hillbilly myth about them that it's actually like West Virginians take pride in their state, and all people think it's hillbilly. <laughs> but still, I really dove into their history a little bit, read a couple of quick articles, and that was it. And, you know. One of the key reasons that stood out to me was their, uh, for West Virginia statehood was their population. And that was the question that they actually had is, was it, you know, somebody brought up in the uh, discussions what something about ethnic makeup of it. And it got me to thinking, well, Virginia has naturally always been primarily Anglican, uh, English immigrants. Since the days of Jamestown and beyond, it's always been predominantly Anglican. Uh, tobacco growing, plantation owning elites is all you think of, or poor white English settlers. But West Virginia, through and by means of Pennsylvania, was home to those backcountry Scots-Irish and Germans. You know, so we're looking at still, we're looking at more Protestants, but different Protestants. And although West Virginia was not the original name proposed at the time of the Civil War, actually instead, Kanawaha, which is the name for the river that runs through the region near Wheeling, where it was uh, decided to uh, separate or, uh, I guess, secede from Virginia in a way. But that actually wasn't the first state name proposed. The first state name proposed for West Virginia was proposed all the way back in 1775 when they, dis- they, they actually petitioned the Congress to become a 14th colony and eventual state under the name Westsylvania, as in Western Pennsylvania uh, or West of Pennsylvania. And that is 100% legitimate. I found it in several places. But that just raised more questions as to why. Why does West Virginia want to be so separate? And I came down to the same logic answers that you did. You know, they might have the same name as Virginia, but they have different geography, economy, climate. Everything that's driving them from colonial periods on is totally different. Not only that, years of neglect by the colonial elites near Richmond in Williamsburg or earlier Jamestown, which really reminded me of Bacon's Rebellion 100%, which I just covered on The Chaser, is that this old mentality that people, the further away you move from the coast, the more isolated you become from politics. And Luke, I think you brought up uh, landowning enfranchisement. And poor farmers didn't mm-hmm. own the land, so they were actually yeah. disenfranchised naturally. So they, they never really felt like they were represented accurately in Virginia politics. Taxation was also a problem, but that population of Scotch, Irish, and German versus Anglicans was also an, also an issue. Connecting it to the show, Washington's diary actually noted uh, that he was one of those surveyors who kind of went in the 1740s and 50s and surveyed that land. And he said that he noticed a large number of German squatters. Uh, so that was something there. But also, Virginia was home to a lot of, tied to today's episode for later, uh, French Huguenots escaping persecution during the reign of mm-hmm. the 14th. So mm-hmm. there was kind of like this hodgepodge of people that kind of got pushed to the unsettled areas, which I thought was interesting. Uh, the mountain border, obviously, was something, too, that fell behind the proclamation line of 1763. So kind of like History's always told us they're different, divided, in a totally different region. But as we move towards the Civil War, I saw it driven primarily by economics and slavery, and not willing to fight and die for slavery, as they're, even the, area, the southern counties of West Virginia today that own slaves had a small, insignificant portion of slaves, and it didn't, their colonial economy, did not, or their state economy, didn't rely 100% on slavery. So I, I thought that was interesting. I hope we answered the question. Um, I will say in my rabbit hole, I found why do we neglect Virginia? Why do we frown on Virginia? Why does, I'm sorry, West Virginia, why does it get the, the butt of every American 
joke, I guess. Uh, I mean, you know, we make fun of Habsburgs all the time because they were actually incestuous, but Virginias get that and they're not even, you know, Habsburgs. So there was a quote that I came across, since the 35th state was formed, that's for West Virginia, by the way, we've largely let outsiders, folks who don't know Charleston from Charlestown, dictate how we are perceived. That is to say, everybody, you say Charleston, nobody knows it's actually the capital of West Virginia. He, this per same person goes on to say, West, West Virginia was a state born of conviction. They were a state born of, for advocating for and defending the United States of America rather than seceding from the United States. Uh, seceding with the uh, CSA. So I don't know. West Virginia. Country Road, take me home. That was more interesting than I thought it was going to be. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>